Ladies and gentlemen, this time I need you all to silence your cell phones and hold your applause till after we are finished. And most importantly, shut your mouth. What's going on, guys? Everybody, your host, Gustin Structure, my co-host. The Shapester, baby. And he is residing from the North Carolina. He is the Backyard Wrestling Champion. And, well, I saw a couple of our freaking podcast friends were at a Backyard Show called GCW or something like that. <laughs> you should make a return. Yeah, they, uh, they, they contacted me and offered me a booking, but I turned it down. Well, why not? You see, you're a better wrestler in the ring than AJ Styles and Okada <laughs> and Omega. <laughs> okay, okay. Before anybody gets super pissed, I never said that. And good God, you had to name the three best wrestlers in the world, didn't you? But on that note, United by Wrestling Podcast <laughs> is live, baby. We're doing the Extreme Rules prediction show are you excited for this pay-per-view shapes um <laughs> if i say yes then it's gonna the, the sarcasm is really gonna show in my voice um i, I wanna i mean it's like after after uh fucking what was it uh what the hell was the name of the last damn pay-per-view fuck money in the bank yeah it's like was it no 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 it wasn't no it's like stomping yes stomping after it's like that name eluded me because it's such an awful pay-per-view name. Um, <laughs> at, you know, after how surprisingly good that was, you know, you want to have hope and you want to have optimism, but good God. I, I mean, it's like, I hope to be surprised a little bit, but this card is shaping up to be not so hot. But before we get into the actual show itself, I'm going to do some housekeeping here um, real quick. I just want to thank everybody for 900 followers. Shout out to, Brokir the Obscure for being the 900 followers. We appreciate your love and support as always. So make sure if you're new, please listen to the episode. We'd really appreciate it so we can get Dave to stop bitching about our view numbers in our head. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Dave. He might tweet the wrong person again. Dumbass. Yeah. But shout out to him and shout out to freaking uh, Calvin. I'm going to spell this completely wrong. Calavera Comedy or Benji. For you know the positive words and being the first person to actually asked to be on our show, I appreciate that. Hopefully, we can work something out here. And, you know, once again, you know we've been promising collabs. And, you know, maybe when I get my foot out of my mouth, we'll actually do that too. But <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know how I'm feeling about Extreme Rules, so I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna drink my adult beverage on set and see how this goes. Well, I mean, it's like you wanna you wanna believe, but I just dumped it all in my. Whole bunch of, oh god, <laughs> bloopers. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, I guess why not? They're our sponsor by as well. Shout out to Corona because you know when you have to watch a WWE pay per view, sometimes you have to have some adult beverages. Um, and well, it's also a good night to get yourself ready for some Jack, some uh, Jane, some proper, and some uh, tech. I'm gonna abbreviate so any any little kids are listening to this, they don't look up a whole bunch of whiskeys and all that <laughs> liquors and all that. <laughs> Nice, so, nice job on that, though. That was good. That was good. Yes. Don't judge me. I'm drinking on set. But it should be a fun episode, you know. Like you said, Stomping Grounds was surprisingly actually not bad. The build-up was bad, but the show itself was pretty good. Yeah, so I'm um, hoping Extreme Rules will be the same way. Well, let's if hope. Not, well, oh, this is a good point real quick. Before I just hope our standards don't get ruined because there's a certain show that we'll top out in a couple of days the night before. Yeah. 
which will probably be absolutely amazing. So it might, I don't know if Extreme Rules is going to be able to live up to it. <laughs> Some so, people might be a little hard on the pay-per-view. Well, hell no, it's not. You might, I can already tell you it's not. But Well, yeah, my point is that, you know, people's vision might be uh, obscured and not give Extreme Rules a fair chance. Yeah, but, that, that's th- of course that's going to happen, unfortunately. It's like you got to give it equal opportunity. And there's a lot of good wrestling. I mean, we're not going to be able to watch Evolve live because we're going to be watching Fight for Fallen, but, you know, Evolve is going to be live. Yeah. You know, obviously, Fight for Fallen, Extreme Rules, there's a lot of good wrestling happening this week. Hell yeah, it's going to be a hell of a good weekend, too. And I can definitely tell you I'm going to watch Evolve once Fight for Fallen's over. Oh, yeah. I want to watch that card. Right, right. So, all right, um... Before we get into the card, I'm just looking at it, you know, now that everything's solidified, and the name is Extreme Rules. Right? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Uh, there's only three extreme matches on the card. <laughs> I mean, come on now. I guess, they figure, I guess they figure, okay, if we have more than two matches with extreme implications, then we can still call the pay-per-view Extreme Rules. <laughs> I say... We have a last man standing match. Yeah. And no holds barred match. Right. And an extreme rules match. Yep. Wasn't the concept of this pay per view at its creation supposed to be every match was with no DQ, some kind of extreme stipulation to it? That was the uh, initial uh, concept. Because they got the concept of extreme rules match from ECW. Yeah, it's like that was the initial concept be- behind creating extreme rules. You know, but... all, we, all we have is three of them. <laughs> um, okay. Well, it's just like. That's just like here. I was thinking of it this way, real quick. Sorry to cut you off. I guess I would rather have only three matches than have like all matches be extreme and have like the dumb watered down PG matches that are known as extreme rules now, like hitting right. each other with like inflatable floaties. Yeah, it's like uh, I, I mean, at least the matches that they chose for having Makes sense. I mean, you know, uh, all matches that have it. I mean, of course, they're not going to be like. They're not going to be like fucking barbed wire tables and shit, but um, they're you know <laughs> they don't need to be. It's like at least at least they'll have some cool, I guess some cool, maybe some cool moments in them. But so, we'll see. We'll see how they pull it off, you know. So all right, being said, let's start with it. The first match is a cruiserweight championship match: Gulak versus Nice, the rematch, which I thought was another thing. Maybe Paul still has it. I mean, Triple H still has it in 205 Live. But I thought that automatic rematch clauses weren't a thing in WWE anymore. Yeah. That's what I thought. I guess I guess Hunter can still do it. Which makes sense. You know, the champion should always have a rematch. That's how you build feuds, believe it or not. Yeah. Shocking, shocking. But it's just weird. So I guess maybe Hunter goes by his own rules which well, of course right any, rules. anything anything that he has control over it's his rules all right so i mean i don't see why they would give me to belt back so i'm gonna go with gulak yeah i'm gonna especially 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 with it being in gulak's hometown oh i didn't know that yeah it, gulak's hometown yeah it's, they're they're gonna be in philly um, oh, I didn't know that's where Gulak was from. I knew they were gonna be in Philly. Yeah, that's Gulak's. I don't. I don't see Gulak dropping the title there. And I, I expect his run to be quite lengthy with the cruiserweight title. Well, everyone is usually. I mean, except for Nice. Nice wasn't. Like, I mean, WrestleMania to stomping grounds. Yeah, it's like uh, I think, but I think I think there's more to Gulak than. I mean, I'm not. I'm not discrediting Tony Nice for anything, but. You know, I think there's more to offer there for Gulak than Nice. Yeah. 
So I'm definitely going with Gulak on that one. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a hell of a match though. Both oh yeah, guys, you know, all two five matches never disappoint. So. Now I'm not. I might miss this. Is this the pre-show though? Like that's the only thing I want to know. Are they gonna actually let two five be on the main card for once? I, I mean, they haven't officially announced anything for the pre-show, so I, unfortunately, I could still see this being on the pre-show. So I'm, I know all the cards. I'm just looking at the order. And well, and it's like the site we're using it doesn't say pre-show next to it. So no, and it's like, and and of course, like there's always the you know there's the rumored rematch of Shinsuke and Finn. So yeah, we're not going to talk about that because I haven't seen anything. Well, I'm not. I mean, there. I said there's a rumored. It's yeah. not. I mean, it's like that could probably take the pl- that could probably take the place on the main card while Gulak and Nice are on the pre-show. Oh, I'd be down for Finn and Shinsuke. Yeah, that'd be awesome, especially but, especially in, for the IC title. Yeah, I know they faced each other today. I don't think it was an IC title. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. All right. Well, I mean, any thoughts on that? I know the cruiserweight titles are having kind of hard to really add too much thought about. No, I just, I just, I just hope. I mean, I'd like to see more of them on the main card than the pre-show. Yeah, because not everybody watches two hundred five on the WWE Network. Unfortunately, that's why no. tapings after SmackDown, the crowds are dead. Oh yeah. I feel bad because there's so many damn good talents on that roster. Every guy on that roster pretty much has <laughs> wrestling, wrestling ability out the ass. Oh, yeah. Like, both uh, Hunter picks them now. Hunter picks them. You know, and hopefully we can get some more spotlight because they aren't even in top 10 most watched programmings on the network. No. All right. I actually think that is going to be the main match because up next we got Aleister Black. And who's looking for fight? And someone finally stepped up to answer a challenge. Who was that? Cesaro. So it's Swiss Superman. Which yeah, I'm I not... doubt that's gonna be the match that starts. I don't think that's gonna be the match that starts off the card. I'm I'm glad as hell. Fucking Cesaro was the one that stepped up because, like this, I, honestly, this match may actually end up being match of the night. Oh yeah. And I I hope the feuds like decently length because not only does Alistair Black needs something to do, but <laughs> Cesaro definitely needs something to do. Yeah. And speaking of that, has have they Seamus officially? I mean, I know he's been away from the bar for some while, but Seamus hasn't appeared on TV since. Is he officially retired? I don't think so. Say, I don't know if he's just recovering from his injuries or not. Point is, after the bar broke up, Cesaro literally has not done a thing. Unfortunately, well, unfortunately, which is a crying shame. Unfortunately, I mean, it's like Cesaro hasn't gotten a chance to do a whole lot for a lot of time. Yeah, which is, once again, a crying shame because the guy has uh, wrestling as DNA. He was pretty much a wrestler from birth. Oh, yeah. You know, obviously, uh, people have to knock on him for personality, but when he was doing that swing and stuff, you know, we saw the peak of the Cesaro height, and there's a lot of personality there. Yeah, it's like the guy's got it. He's got the pack, like the whole package. And he deserves a lot better than what he's getting. Yeah. And Aleister Black is obviously absolutely talented. You know, one of the best on NXT. And he's kind of lost, isn't it? He's been kind of lost in the shuffle since his call-up. You know, him and Ricochet had that little title tag team kind of gone. But well, as you can see, one's now a U.S. champion. Aleister Black's been standing in dark promos saying someone <laughs> knocked on the door. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it's Cesaro. And I, I hope that it actually amounts to a decent feud. I think it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. Who do you think is going to win? I'm assuming Aleister Black because it's his first match as being repackaged. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Black. 
So hopefully these guys will, you know, face each other for a little while because it's going to be. Yeah, because somebody finally, somebody finally answered the door. And And I'm glad it wasn't Bray Wyatt like everybody wanted it to be because what would Bray or Alistair gain from losing that match? Nothing. Because obviously someone has to win or lose. Yeah, it's like on Bray's first match back, he's got to win. And Alistair. They're both repackaged. Yeah, it's like, so uh, I'm going with Black on the result. Because I know everyone's disappointed about, you know, I mean, Bray, but like people don't understand, you know, what momentum does that do for a character? You guys want your favorite, you know, wrestlers to get over if they're new characters and stuff, but if they lose a match right out of the gate. Yeah, that's not. What's that do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So I'm glad it's Cesaro because he needs to use and like Aleister Black, you know, he needs to get himself kind of back in the fold a little bit. Yeah, he's finally kind of back. So it'll be fun. We'll see how many swings Alistair can take. Well, <laughs> judging by his training regiment, I'm sure Alistair could take quite uh, a few. Yeah, his training regiment is absolutely insane. But all right, so yeah, final prediction, Alistair Black. On yep. that one. All right, up next, we got the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, Daniel Bryan and Rowan, the new Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Versus the New Day versus the Heavy Machine. Didn't we just see this match? Well, without the inclusion of the New Day, yeah, I'll say it was lit- it, it was it was the it was Brian and Rowan against Heavy Machinery. Now oh, I know just... my point is New Day is once again thrown in there. Yeah. Well, uh... wait, what the hell? What the, have they other, have they built up any other tag teams to throw in there? No, I mean they're slowly building up Heavy Machinery, and they're already like... in there, so. And the Viking Raiders, I mean, they're on Rob, and so like they've done anything for weeks either. So, oh, so it's like we, I still think, I still think, uh, Rowan and Brian retain. It's gonna be a fun as hell match. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt that every every ta- every team in this in this match is insanely talented. So say what you want about the New Day, I think their shtick's really old, but they're damn good in the ring still as a tag team. Yeah, and it's like even even a guy like Big E, and. Huh? Even even Big E's talented as holy hell, and funny and charisma. Yeah, it's like him and Xavier both. So it's like it, it, it'll be a fun match. I still I still think I said I think Rowan and Brian will retain. You think they're gonna have heavy missionary or lose two title defenses in a row? I, I think though. I think though with with them, I think they'll do the trifecta, and I think they'll win it on their third at SummerSlam. Yeah, I think they'll win it on their third in a bigger event. Yeah, you know, new tag teams usually what puts them over is, yeah. We'll see, though. This Tuesday night, Eric Marks officially the Bishop era. Yeah? He said he didn't want any say until the new pay-per-view cycle. Well. So we'll see how people get used after that. Yeah. But once again, Bishop era doesn't mean anything. Vince doesn't let you do anything. Exactly. So, I've, I'm going to use it for the first time. Why not? Maybe make a shot. If booked right, I'm <laughs> sure Heavy machinery probably shouldn't be waiting until SummerSlam. When he had a big one of the big four would definitely put them over. Oh yeah, that that's a, that's where it needs to be. So yeah, I'm going Brian and Rowan. Up next. Oh God. All right. This is a match we've seen over and over and over again. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> the revival versus Usos. Oh God. That once in a lifetime match right there, bro. Yeah. Once in a, okay, how many lifetimes have you lived before you've seen? It's like if this is once in a lifetime. So here's a very question: Do Usos win to keep this great feud going back and forth? Oh my god! I honestly <laughs> hope not. I mean, I hope the revival keep their titles. 
That would be nice. But, but it, the, the Usos are the Usos. They're part of the Samoan family dynasty. And it's like, if that's what they, the direction they want to go in, then, then I think, I hope, my, my prediction is the revival, but I, yeah. I, I can definitely see the Usos winning. It's like, it's like the New Day match, you know, the Usos and Revival Feeds old, but it's going to be a damn good tag team wrestling match. Oh, yeah. The match itself is going to be phenomenal, but it's like, we've seen this so many times. Yeah, no doubt on the quality. It's just, good Lord. How many times do we have to see the match, you know? You can only look at a painting for so long before before it gets old. It never changes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And you can only listen to the same song. Over and over and over, the lyrics aren't going to change. No, and it's going to be the same song yeah, every time. The beat, the beat, the beat, and the rhythm, and everything's going to stay the same. So eventually, you're going to have to find a new song. Same. And eventually... the wrestling matches are the same way. Wrestling feats are the same way. You can only put them in so many matches, and maybe one or two different stipulations. But it's still the same wrestlers doing the same. You know, which I I'm never going to bash them. You know, they're doing what they love. They're putting their body on the line. But you can only see the same matches like before we need so many something. Times. Before we need something new. So that's my little thing on that. Yeah, but I haven't given my prediction yet. Also, I I'm still confused. Have you heard anything about the revival re-signing? I have not heard a thing. I know Anderson Gallows did, so they're the champions, but I, I don't know. I mean, unless it's just insanely quiet, and they have, then... I may go O four on this one. I just don't see any titles switching hands and with SummerSlam being so close. No. I think since SummerSlam's a big four, some say the second biggest of the year. Yeah. I think they're going to leave a lot of title changes. Right. I, I, I Like you, I can see the Usos winning, but I'm going to go with the Revival. Yeah. So my predictions are right, Revival, but I know I can't sit up with confidence because it's the Usos. Well, of course. All right. Up next, the SmackDown Women's Championship originally, Bailey versus Alexa, with the added Nikki Cross. Do you like the addition? Well, I mean, I don't think Alexa was going to win anyway, but I mean, it makes it interesting in terms of like storyline setups because you have two, you know, you have one or two things that could potentially happen. Either a a, a Nikki screw, you know, screws Alexa or, you know, of course, then of course everybody, what everybody wants to see. um, I don't think she'll come back till SummerSlam, but you know, everybody hoping for a Sasha return, but I I don't understand the addition to, I mean, it's like, okay, she beat Bailey on SmackDown or no, she, she beat, she beat Carmella on SmackDown and she gets added. They've been in a beat the clock match. Bailey and Nikki both had matches. And if Bailey couldn't beat Nikki's time, then Nikki would be added to the match. Mm. So yeah, those random ass beat the clock matches. They like the yeah, it's like while. I mean, I don't. I mean, it really doesn't make because like who if I'm I'm assuming if like if Alexa were to pin Bailey, she would be the champion, and then vice versa for Nikki. But it's just like it really doesn't make a whole lot of damn sense to me, to be honest. Well, I look at this, and this is where Dustin becomes the overthinker here. There's actually three ways I'm looking at this. So. One is, you know, Bailey retains, obviously. Yeah. Two, well, I guess four. There's easy way with no kind of controversy at all. Is Bailey somehow overcomes the odds and is the John Cena of the women's division, you know, and gets beat up and then somehow pins him. Right. Two is Nikki Cross 
turns on Alexa, or Alexa turns on, I'll put Patch those, you know, Alexa turns on Nikki, stealing Nikki's pen away right. from her or something like that. Three, because, you know, the heavily speculations is, you know, Sasha Banks finally appeared on the production truck for the first time in months. Yeah. Yep. There's a Sasha Banks return imminent per sources. I take any <laughs> source I hear on the internet lightly. Per sources. Especially from that Brad Shepard dude. Yeah. He was the one that said that. So I think if she if Sasha shows up, I think it's gonna be a heel turn. Yeah. And I don't see any other why the hell would Bailey and Sasha be tagging out? Like what would Sasha be coming back for? Anything other than the title. Yeah. So Sasha comes back, Bailey wins. Because why the hell would Sasha versus? Well, I mean, I I think it'd be Sasha versus Bailey, but you know, you know, with the feuding of Alexa and Sasha, you know, the history between those two, maybe. So there's two ways: either Sasha turns on Bailey by herself, or Sasha turns on Bailey and lines with Alexa, yeah, swerving everybody because we all know, you know, their personal history they have towards each other. That would be sweet as fuck. Yeah, so this is me coming in. What's practical, what's not. I just find every situation where Bailey retains, though. Yeah, I, I definitely think as far as the prediction of the outcome, <laughs> Bailey walks out as champion. Now, what happens? I don't know. And how it happens, because, you know, while we sit here and think of all these awesome scenarios that would work, Vince, if booked right, if booked right thank you. And Vince <laughs> Vince will probably do the lamest damn one, and it'll probably be the like Nikki actually pushes Alexa, and Sasha actually pushes Nikki into Alexa and rolls up Nikki, or just or you know, or Bailey just pulls out her inner Super Cena and just overcomes them both. I think no matter what, there's going to be some kind of like thing with Nikki and Alexa. Yeah, I think that they might be a turn on each other. Because mm-hmm. the Sasha Banks thing, I don't, I don't believe it until she shows up. It's like the same people. Oh, CM Punk's coming back. CM Punk's coming back. The year he walked out in 2014. Yeah, everybody was convinced he was going to do it at WrestleMania. So, you know, if Sasha comes back, I think you know, her. I get. Yeah, I can go on about this. Oh yeah. I think that Sasha comes back if she comes back. If he's with Bailey, and you know, it would be really interesting to see if they pair up. Alexa and Sasha, because I'm just, you know, all the animosity about them. But I can also, and I, my prediction is going to say the same. I'm going Bailey, but I can't see him getting to Alexa and having her and Sasha feud since we all know they don't like each other. Yeah. But my prediction is Bailey. I'm not going to keep rambling because I can for a while on this. So, <laughs> final ba- Bailey. Right, I'm Bailey too. All right, up next is our first. Actual stipulation, like extreme rules stipulation. But but, but 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 hold your hold, hold on, hold stop the presses. A match we've never seen before, not like we just saw it on Raw forty eight hours ago. <laughs> well, we've been seeing for freaking God knows how long. Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley against the yeah. Almighty Charisma Vacuum. I mean Bobby Lashley. And well, hey, they added stipulation to it this time. It's different. It's last man standing. Holy shit. Any thoughts? Um, <laughs> well, I don't think that they're they're going to be able to do anything cooler than the shit they did on. Uh, no, not it wasn't last Raw. Yeah, last uh, Raw. yeah, last Raw, not this one. Excuse me. Two, okay, two Raws ago. Uh, okay, excuse me. A couple of weeks ago. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. But you know when they when they spe- when the spear through the stage, they're not going to. I don't think they're going to be able to do anything as cool as that in this match. 
I mean, unless Braun like tips a car on him or something, but I mean, I don't, I, I, I really don't have a whole lot of thought on the match we've seen sixty million times. I guess the big fans you see, you know, with it last man saying it can go all over the arena. Do you see any like cool spots? Well, I mean, like I, I could see him honestly, like fucking tipping a like a convertible on him. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I could, you know, obviously it would be an open, a, a open roof car, but I could see him doing that just as something cool and shocking because we all we all, we all have seen Braun tip cars before, so he can definitely do it. And, oh, while, while I was reading, the point of this match is they're trying to make Braun Strowman look like a monster again. Oh God, for what? The That's f- why they're showing all the strength that he's been doing lately. Okay, you know, so, steering so, for stages, arm wrestling. I, so what? The fourth uh, for the fourth time that they're, tra- they're trying to build him up. Say so the fourth, you know, building up Strowman for a possible another push. Oh, I mean, honestly, they should have pulled the trigger when Roman dropped the belt and had him win it instead of Brock. Yeah, That's when they should have pulled the trigger on right. Strowman, but. I mean, how many people? I'm sure he gets a nice ovation still, but how many people are actually investing Braun Strowman as a world champion right now? Nobody like, going to be a world champion. Nobody. And it, it's so the dude was just literally facing Saturday Night Live at WrestleMania a couple months ago. Yeah, I mean, it's like he won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal by beating two guys from SNL, and then he's been off TV, and then he was off TV for a while, and now he's feeding Bobby Lashley for like the fourth, fifth week in a row. Yeah, it does. It, no, I, I agree with you on the trigger point that should have been pulled. But, hey, well, you know, maybe maybe they'll have a cool spot. The spots were great. See, that's what I'm thinking. Is Maybe I have a feeling they're going to have Strowman, like, power slam him off the stage into, like, the electrical equipment or something like that. That would just be pretty much an essential recreation of the Raw moment, though. No, not through the actual like, LED board, like off the ramp. Well, I mean, but still, it would still be an electrical finish. Like we've seen, we've seen that. Oh. Or you know, we'll get the typical, you know, slamming him for the announce table. Yeah, kind of typical. Or flip the table over on him, and he, yeah, somebody the size of Bobby Lashley can't pick up one of those announce tables. Holy shit! Yeah, so um. That's what I can see. I don't really have much invested, but I'm assuming Braun Strowman wins. Yeah. I don't see why Lashley. I mean, Lashley came back two Rafter Millions ago, and something tells me this is not what he had imagined for his return. <laughs> Honestly, I so, can't see it, but. He probably thought he was going to be a world champion by now, but hey, uh, when you come back from somewhere like TNA and go to Duddy, you should know very well Vince ain't going to use you. No. So the other, but all right, pick Braun Strowman, crazy spots. I, I say my pick is Strowman. How many crazy spots do you see in a match, possibly? No more than two, honestly. I mean, I don't see, I don't see like, I mean, I, there there will be a few like small ones, but I'm talking like big ones, like holy shit, probably only two. Yeah, maybe they'll have Corey Graves do a holy shit on the announce table again, and everyone will uh, freak out about it. <laughs> like no. So the only thing is, is they might have a few spots because they're in Philly. Yeah, it's a very local wrestling crowd, and that match, a lot of people like you and me aren't invested in. No, and oh, I just thought of something. They're gonna have to try to deliver because there's a fight for the phones the night before. Yeah, wrestling is huge in Philly. Yeah. 
And if that match blows, because I know a lot of people aren't really looking forward to that match, the AEW chance and or CM Punk chance are going to be up the ass. Yeah, because we all know. We so all... there very well could be some huge, insane spots. In that I, I didn't think – actually, yeah, that, I agree, because I didn't think about the fact, yeah, it's like they're in Philly for this, and Philly is b- bred and bleed wrestling. Or fight for the Fallen's the night before, a big-time wrestling Yeah, show. and it's like, you know, of course, we all know the history with ECW and – all that it's like and they fight for the fallen's the night before so they might have to, they're they're gonna have to try to deliver I, I, yeah, that makes that makes things a little different i was thinking about that it's like wait a second fight for fallen big time wrestling promotions the night before and yeah. they're gonna be in a big time wrestling city yeah so a lot of these matches are probably gonna have to pull that because of that stigma over it well like we saw you know Matches like this, it may not look great, but you know, we fought that out. Stomping grounds and the pay per view itself actually turned out to be pretty decent. Right. I'm not going to judge the whole card by a cover. Right. I mean, it could, you know, on paper, it doesn't look that hot, but then again, maybe we never know. But all right. I pick Braun Strowman. Strowman. All right. This is going to be the Philly, the Philly faithful, the AEW fans or whatever happy. U.S. Championship match with no stipulation. <laughs> Rick, Ricochet versus AJ Styles. Aside from the, aside from the fact that the title's on the line. <laughs> yeah, I say that. I guess that's a stipulation. I thought that would be gone without saying, but with Vince, I could see them having a non-title match against. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had their non-title match the other night, and <sighs> it's like now we're having the title match with no stipulation at an extreme pay-per-view. But okay, except for Hill AJ Styles, which is badass, by the way. Right. Well, I mean, since we don't we didn't cover Raw or SmackDown this week because we did a couple of shows last week, and it has to do with this. Like, what do you think about the club reforming? I'm happy as fuck. I'm only asking because we didn't cover Raw or SmackDown. I, I love the show this week. I'm happy that I'm happy that they're given that AJ's back to being heel, and mm-hmm. that it's given Gallus and Anderson something to do, who have definitely been lost in the shuffle as of late. All right, what do you think about Ricochet being Gallus and Anderson in the same night back-to-back matches, making him look weak as holy hell? That was not the that, – <laughs> yeah, that was definitely not the uh, if booked right we were looking for. Yeah, that wasn't booked right. If booked right, maybe the club will help Finn Balor if they're on the card and completely reform the whole club. Oh, that's the thing. That's the only the only like pet peeve I have about the club reforming is but... that – if you're going to reform the club, and I know Finn is primarily on SmackDown, but of course that don't mean shit nowadays. Yeah, that wild card rule. Yeah, it's like, if you're gonna if you're gonna reform the club, you've got to have Finn Balor in this. He's the leader. He's the one that I mean was the birth. Like he was the father of the club. Exactly. The it's that... like you've got to. Ha- I mean, it's like you have the founder, the original. You know, you've got him, and then you've got perhaps their best ever leader in AJ Styles, and you don't put them all four together. So for that match, who do you think wins? Though? AJ. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You uh, you went against Ricochet last pay-per-view. I know I did. And he shut You're me. You're going to get some again? He, sh- he <laughs> shut me up real quick. But uh, I think, uh, I think the club's going to be a hot, obviously a hot commodity. So they're going to, I think, roll with it. That's what they did to get Gallus Anderson resigned. So that'd be very yeah, honest. I, I think. I mean, sorry, messed up events. To... Fucked up. Ain't PG over here, but it's like, <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, my pick is AJ. 
I love Ricochet to death. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> so you can, you sound like big hater to Ricochet. I, I love Ricochet so much, but uh, and he, I, I did go against him at Stomping Grounds, and he shut me up. But I think with the with, with the club reform, I think it's going to change things up, and I, I think AJ will win. And the match wise, this is going to match because I'm I have a bad feeling. Unless there's some really cool things that Strowman and Lash is going to get shit on the whole time. So this is probably going to be the match that they're going to have to use to pull the crowd back before the last two matches. Because the last two matches aren't exactly – free matches aren't exactly great. No. I'm just afraid of the phenomenal wrestling that's going to happen. Oh, God. That... Phenomenal. <laughs> no pun intended. Phenomenal and the only one and only kind of match you're going to have on the card that day. <laughs> okay. You're stealing puns out the Shipes the Playbook. So I think – I'm actually going to agree if you want a Ricochet match for once. Oh, Lord. And so, Mason's I predicted it would be right. Because let's be honest, when you predict shit, it's never right. Oh, shut up. I did. I, I pulled back over 500 on stomping grounds. I think, like you mentioned, I just don't see, like, look, all right, we're going to reform the club and have three guys lose to Ricochet for the title. Yeah. With Ricochet, who has no buildup of any tag team partners right now. No. Obviously, the only one he had, Black, is a whole different program at the moment. Yeah, it's like the, the the scenarios are there for for the club to to you know obviously for AJ to win. You ready for some uh, more Dustin fancy booking real quick? Oh, let's hear it. All right, so Ricochet wins. That's not my prediction. Mm-hmm. Club starts beating him down. Yeah. Ben Balor's music hits. Mm-hmm. He comes out to save Ricochet. He clears the ring. Of AJ in the club and then turns on Ricochet. Oh my. Boom! Insert the club. I was say like, it's like that. Honestly, I, I don't. I, I don't. It see ain't gonna that. happen, and that's not my prediction. I'm just saying like, that'd be a way to insert the club. Well, it's like uh, I just don't. I mean, I understand. It's like you know they're they're forming it to a degree. You know, they reformed it for the most part, but it's like you have all four. You know, you have the four of the biggest members. Obviously, the founder and the best one of the best leaders. And then you have two of, of its best members. In, in all a, those guys were original. They, they, they all of them were the original. It's like you, you've got to have them all four together. I mean, I, I don't drop the ball on this, Vince. Please. It's like none of them are doing anything better anyway. Like, what's Finn doing? Like Hardly showing up on SmackDown working, this week. Working the house show circuit. And then he finally showed up on SmackDown for the first time in a couple weeks. I mean, honestly. Hey, since Money in the Bank. I know, it's like Vince. Now, then again, maybe they gave him some time off from Money Bank because, good God, the bumps he took on those ladders. Vince, we, we don't ask for a whole lot. We don't. Actually, yes, we do. But <laughs> so we're crying marks. <laughs> but it's like, if there's one thing that you can't fuck up, it's this. Um, well, he can. Well, I mean, it's like, I, I mean that in a, I mean that in a, in a, like a, a sarcastic sense, because it's like, of course, he'll fuck it up. But it's like one thing that you hope he can't fuck up is the club. Well, he's done it twice. And well, Vince, God damn they it. They reformed with AJ Styles and Dallas and Anderson, and they broke up, and then they refound it with the Bauer Club for a little while. It, that split up. Yeah, it's just like, well, let's hope. Let's hope for the best. All right. So, final prediction I'm going AJ. AJ. All right. Oh God! Here's the match of the night right here. It's the best in the world. Shane McMahon 
and Drew McIntyre versus the big dog and the dead man. And there's a stipulation. Shocking on an Extreme Rules card. It's no holds barred. <laughs> what do you think? I, mean, I think that match results almost like easy. Like, that's a god like foregone conclusion. Exactly. Like but, you're gonna have the Undertaker lose to Shane McMahon? No. Hell no. <laughs> and it's like I mean the the honestly, truth be told, and it's like I'm not trying to shit on anybody. The coolest part of this match is the fact that we get to see the Undertaker before WrestleMania. Or the Raw after in this case. I heard that he's wanting to build up a program with Drew, so I think that's why this I heard that's rumored for SummerSlam. SummerSlam, huh? Yeah. That's possibly Mania. But yeah. and again, I don't know. I don't believe anything. I'll say it's like that's all that's all of course with a grain of salt thing, but I mean, it's like, you know, that's the coolest part of the match for me. I, I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but this feud is about run its course with me. And yeah. it's like, I'm honestly, truth be told, 100% sick of seeing it. I'm sick of seeing Shane McMahon. And it's like, I mean, I, I've been sick of Shane McMahon for fucking weeks now. <laughs> and Drew McIntyre, we, we, we've gone on many a rants about how crime it is, what he's doing. Not booked, right? <laughs> and then, I mean, Roman... Is I mean now while I'm I'm glad that he's not in the the main event scene right now that he there's got to be something better he can be doing than feuding with Shane McMahon <laughs> please for the love of God and Drew oh God you don't think they're gonna have him and Undertaker start feuding again do you Roman and Taker yeah oh Lord I hope not yeah it might be SummerSlam because with the way he's like. They're posting Sting and Taker videos. That could be WrestleMania. Well, or Saudi Arabia. I mean, the storyline's there. You beat me in my yard type thing. Say Undertaker beats. Yeah. Oh, God. But, All right. I think Taker and Reigns yeah, Taker, win. Yeah, Taker and Reigns win. That's that's a foregone conclusion. With the older age of Taker and Shane, do you see anything crazy happening in a Northwoods Bar match, though? What those guys? No, the only thing, the only thing crazy in this match I see is what high structure can Shane McMahon jump off of? That's and what thing is Roman going to spear him or Drew through? Yeah, it's like, okay, what's Shane going to jump off of, and where the hell is Drew going to get speared? That's it. Yeah, honestly, that's it. So you can get speared for the barricade or announce table or something like that. Yeah. And, honestly, you know, I Taker can, can't take much damage anymore. So. Honestly, I can see it being one of those running spears across the announce tables oh, and God. into the barricade or something. Which we've seen. Which we've seen for years now. That's like, it's still cool, but yeah, it's predictable. Right. Or he's going to do another jumping through. Uh, Shane's going to go for the West Coast, whatever it is, the chair in the corner. And he's going to do another jumping spear. Yeah, the coast to coast. And it's like, yeah, and coast to coast, and freaking uh, Romeo will catch a mid spear in that. And it'll be a table in the corner. He'll do that for like, the table. Or that, that's like how that. that's how it'll be. Yeah, and that's another match that they are going to have to pull some things. I ask because that will get aid, and that and that's going to be disrespectful to the Undertaker. I think I'm hoping I'm hoping they're probably thinking the Undertaker will prevent some of that. But if the match sucks, yeah, if the match is the really W chance and the CM Punk chance will be there. If the match is really really slow. And even The Undertaker these days, even The Undertaker won't be able to save it. Well, because people are sick of Shane McMahon. Yeah. They're sick of Roman and Drew McIntyre in the same feud together. Right. You know, Taker's just randomly in it. Yeah, like, it's like, why? Unfor- and it's like, <laughs> unfortunately, 
you know, as, as immensely disrespectful as that would be to the undertaker nowadays, even he can't save it. No one can. No, except for if punk himself came back. I hate it's not like a mark on that, but no, it's like, and that's the truth. So it's like, but I don't, I mean, it'll probably be this, the, the, the same predictable spots. Oh, Dwayne Johnson couldn't even save it. No. When he saved Royal Rumble, when he saved Roman at the Royal Rumble that one time, they were trying to Sam Punk. And guess where they? And guess hey, guess where they yeah. were for that? They were in Philly. So, so I'm I'm hoping the match is good for that sake because I couldn't. I would. I do not want to sit there watching the dead man get shit on and the fans hijacking a dead dead man match. Yeah, I don't. I don't even. I don't even want to fathom that. And even if they hate them, even if they hate the match, hopefully Philly will have. I I don't know. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll be watching. We'll be live tweeting. And hopefully we won't be, you know, as biased after watching Fight from Fallen that Philly could very well be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Up next, Kofi Kingston for Samoa Joe. Yeah. At least it's not Ziggler. I mean, there's that. I'll say, at least there's that. But I this mean, goes along the same the same lines of, like, we've been talking for, like, a couple of weeks now. About mm-hmm. how random Kofi Kingston's feuds have been since WrestleMania, yeah. And first, it's the crazy ex-girlfriend Dolph Ziggler, self, <laughs> and then now it's Samoa Joe. And <laughs> I, I, it's you know while while the of course this is one of those things that falls also in line with other things we've been talking about for the for the card. The match itself will be will be great. Don't you know? Because yeah. Kofi and Kofi and Samoa Joe are two amazingly talented wrestlers, but at the same time, I don't, I don't see like I I agree with you on the on the one point of I don't think Joe wins. I don't think the title changes. Yeah, WWE title is not changing hands at Extreme Rules before SummerSlam. Yeah. So it's like the match itself will be great, but Kofi wins. So you think? So we're only going against the grand on that fair of the US title match though. Like do you think we'll go to that at our final predictions? Well I think but well, no, just... well, no well, when we do our quick burst at the end of the show, we'll cover that real quick. But, but uh, yeah, no, I think that Joe doesn't win. No. I also does because I was but no Kofi retains. And once again the build up say, like, Oh, Kofi's out there, Samoa Joe attacked him from behind, and that's what set this match up. And it's like everybody's everybody's wondering if this is like going to be the point where they finally pull the trigger on Joe as world champion. Mm, but not yet. Not, not this. Yeah, game. say not not now. I mean, while I would I would be up for seeing that, not at Extreme Rules. So Samoa Joe's awesome, and I know a lot of people like Kofi's towering, but I've been kind of bored of it. Yeah, I have too. And I don't. It's not anything he's done. The booking has just been crap. Yeah, it hasn't been booked right. I mean, yeah. I mean. They, you know, last time the fence, you know, he had was great. The way he, you know, did like a suicide dive out of the cage door to win the match was cool, but right, like the booking, just like the build up, the storylines, it has not been there. Mm-mm. But it hasn't been there for any of the main titles. No, since WrestleMania. So I mean, that's nothing that Kofi can do. Unfortunately, not. But you know, hopefully, with Bischoff in charge come Tuesday, that will help. Because you know what? Because you know what? We're gonna hear on Tuesday. I don't think he's going to be on TV, actually. Well, shit. We could be singing it in our head. I'm back! Yeah, because he says he doesn't want to be a character on the show. Well, I mean, and, and as he shouldn't. I agree with yeah. that, as he shouldn't. Well, there's Heyman. Heyman's only going to be on TV on What's-His-Face. The guy that fooled everybody. Right. Like three weeks in a row. 
Yeah. Once, uh, what's his name? Um. Oh yeah, the big bit. I mean, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so yeah, Joe. Wins. I mean, Kofi wins. I'm getting a little confused here on words, but all right. So mess this up. Kofi Kingston wins that match. Yeah. Prediction. Right. Okay. All right. Um, is this gonna be the bathroom break match? The main event. <laughs> I hate to say that because I love Seth and I like love Becky and I think Baron Corbin's a great heel. Yeah, I like Lacey, but uh, I just oh, and it's also an Extreme Rules match. It's a twist. Oh yay! The storylines that nobody wants. Yeah, let's make Becky and Seth a couple. Let's focus on their relationship on TV all of a sudden. Yeah, it's like, and then as to go, the man's man. I'll say, I'll say, as far as to go to release a shirt for (laughs) Seth Rollins, the man's man, call him a bitch, pretty much. That's like pretty much saying that Becky wears the pants in the relationship. (laughs) I mean, the whole thing, honestly, this this is go this goes hand in hand with what we were just talking about in Kofi's match. This is what you're having your post Mania champions do. I mean, I mean, for God's sakes, Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And say what you thought about Brock. I don't like to go with that. It is a huge win. Yeah, that's a huge win. And then you have Becky win the first ever women's main event. First person to beat Ronda Rousey, if and, you want to put it that way, too. And Which, again, another huge win. So yet, fast forward two months, you're having them, <laughs> you're having their relationship shoved down your throat and in a feud that is completely and utterly 100% pointless feuding with both people since WrestleMania. Yeah. Hasn't changed. Hadn't, hadn't done shit. I mean, God, people are saying show is bad. But, oh my God. Might as well have her back at this point. Lacey's turned into her. Yeah. It's I like, love Lacey Evans. The whole thing, the whole thing, this, this feud, this whole thing is completely 100% pointless. Also, I was doing some research on Lacey, you know, because, you know, that's what any person would, because I keep people say, you know, Lacey and Velveteen, you know, once I've t- mentioned this, they're WWE homegrown talent. Did you know Lacey Evans wasn't? That I actually did not. She wrestled on the indie scene. I did not know that. that for is, a short time. That I did not know that. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. So, once again, that squash theory. I mean, obviously, she crafted herself that, you know, the performance center. Right. Yeah, no, she wrestled. She was training a guy named Tom Calizano. Well, I mean, she did wrestle for uh, American Premier Wrestling. Hmm. So I so, actually didn't. I actually didn't. I, didn't, I was looking that up because I'm like, you know, people bash her for being green, but well, she actually knew. And, you know, she, that's why, because I think she's a decent wrestler. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's not she's the best. She's not terrible. But yeah. I mean, say she's not the best on the roster, but she's not god awful either. Probably I like to look that stuff up to squash people that claim all these people that have gimmicks on WWE were. Homegrown talent, yeah. Velveteen really makes me laugh. But. Yeah, that one, that that one's great. I love that one. But all right, um, do you think anything crazy happens in that match? Because <sighs> this one's another one that it's going to get absolutely shit on. Oh, this match, this match. I, don't, I actually don't know if there's anything they can do because you know Becky used to be sober. She's not over anymore. And I hate no, to say this that. match. Like honestly, there's a lot of points for Extreme Rules where it could get fucked over. But this there's at match. least ways to save it. People are sick of these people. Yeah, all people this, in dispute. This match, I, I I will call it now. This match is actually absolutely going to get decimated. Yeah, because there's honestly, I don't think there is a single thing that you can do spot wise that is going to get people invested. Nobody's already invested in the bullshit storyline that surrounds it. 
and you're in a you're in a place like Philly coming off of an amazing day of wrestling prior to this, this match is going to get destroyed. Say so whether you're watching Evolve or Fight for the Fallen, it's going to be an amazing wrestling day. On yeah, it's like no, I mean, and, and as much as I I I, lo- I love I love Seth, I love Becky. I'm a big big Baron Baron Corbin. I'm a big Baron Corbin guy, and you know Lacey Lacey's awesome herself, and I just th- this match is going to get destroyed. Becky, you are sick of it. Be- Becky and Se- Becky and Seth are gonna are gonna retain, but at the end of the night, you're you're gonna hear nothing but AEW and other chants. The thing is, is the best. Yeah, Becky and Seth need to win. That's the only thing I could possibly savor this because then people are like, all right, this feud's over. Yeah, because the other stipulation is that yeah, if Baron is if Baron and Lacey lose, they can't challenge anymore. So that's what needs to happen. Yeah. But once again, I can't see the Universal Championship change of hands, the pay-per-view before SummerSlam. No. So I guess that's a saving grace. And the old wrestling adage is if the Hills get the one up on the week before the pay-per-view, usually the faces go over. Right. So, I mean, it should be Lacey. I mean, not Lacey. Oh, my God. Becky and Seth. I'm just thinking about the possible hijack. It's actually oh, no. making me like – Oh, no. The, the hijack's – I'm actually kind of nervous right now thinking about what could possibly be happening. Oh no, the hijacks the, the hijack's coming. There's no there's no doubt about it. The hijack for this match is coming. I mean, do you see like I mean do you see like anything that might I mean I could see maybe Seth doing his frog splash for Corbin in the when Corbin's laying on the table in the middle of the ring. I I just don't know what no, the spots are gonna do in this match. Honestly, like the spot potential isn't even gonna be enough to save this. No, I'm just I'm trying to think of spots, you know, to make it extreme, you know. Um, what, a stomp on a chair? A stomp maybe? on a chair, a couple kendo stick shots. Let's say, I mean, um, back deep six or in the days for a table. Or on the outside. Or on top of the st- steel steps or something. Was like, or, or up on the stage or something, I mean. Or, or what, Becky, Becky wailing on Lacey with a kendo stick? Yeah. Like, That's what that will be, our chair. Yeah, it's like, holy shit, you know, <laughs> honestly, no, 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 no. Yeah, so I predict Becky and Seth for that match. Yep, easily. All right, let's do a quick rough shot. Um, so first match, the Cruiserweight title. Gulak. All right, um, yeah, I'm Gulak too. The second match is what? Uh, Black and Cesaro. Yeah, Black. I think Black. Yeah, yeah. Black. Third match. Where did my hold on? I got it. Let's, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Please tell me. I was. Look, I pulled up Lacey's wiki page. And <laughs> just to, uh, well, I was just proving my point, and I lost my card. Spots. But third match, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. My pick is Rowan and Ryan. Yeah, Rowan and Ryan. Rowan, Ryan, Ryan, and <laughs> Rowan. I'm not. I only have one beer. I'm like. So I'm reading something to make sure like I'm getting some facts right. So I'm trying to get off this page and bring up the cards. So I'm gonna I put got, my phone down. I, I again, got so it. You can uh, it. So Raw, Brian and Rowan. Raw tag team champions championship match. I picked the revival. Yeah, I picked the revival. SmackDown Women's Championship. I picked Bailey. Bailey. Last man standing. Lashley and Strowman. I picked Strowman. Strowman. The United States Championship. We picked AJ. And I know you wanted to touch on some of that real quick, you said. On the AJ Ricochet? Yeah, because you said something about like how we picked, you know, we were saying the whole show that, you know, championships aren't going to be changed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the only match on the card where I see the potential for that happening. And why is that? Because of the of the club's 
reformation and the potential push that they're going to get for it, it would make – and with AJ just turning heel as well, it would. I think it would make only make sense to have AJ win. Yeah, I think AJ too. Reigns and Taker and Shane and Drew. Reigns and Taker. Reigns and – yeah, Reigns and Taker. Kingston and Joe. Kofi. And then, of course, winner take all. Rollins and Lynch. Rollins and Lynch. All right. Well, so here's a prediction over under on AEW chance or CM Punk chance on the show. AEW. First, I should ask, do you hear him? Oh, yes. Garen, 100%, as The Rock would say, Garen, damn T. You will think we hear both. Uh, yeah, I, I think I know AEW. I can almost 100% guarantee, especially during the main event, we'll hear the AEW. Genius. Of course, we'll hear AEW. I think we'll at some point hear maybe it might not be massive, but we'll hear a punk one. Yeah, um, it's fairly chances. Uh, I think I think we'll hear boring. I think we'll also hear bullshit, and then we'll hear Vince's way of telling Cole to cover. Oh, they're really giving it to <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Vince's vintage way of covering it up. All right, so what matches do you think those are going to happen, Gary? Uh, 100% guaranteed the main event. The main event, yes. Um, I could see it. I don't want to believe it or hear it, but I could see it being in Taker and Roman's match. Mm-hmm. Um, I could also – I think those are probably the biggest points. I can see it here in Strowman and Lashley yes. because it's the same match we've seen over and over unless the spots are like really like unless they're keeping really into it. Like that's the only the only save save saving grace for that match is gonna be the spots. And I was thinking I'm like I said my pick's gonna be AJ, but Wyman's if they want to set up a huge blockbuster main like match at um SummerSlam and you know Wyman's if they have Ricochet win because Finn Balor screwed AJ over and tur- did a double turn with the club. Uh, I mean, that's that's a very good possibility. It's not going. Or Obviously. they have AJ win and Finn, you know, does whatever and they have a match against each other at uh, SummerSlam and winner takes the club. Yeah, I mean, there's that. I've just been sitting here like fancy booking things over my head. Well, because this is one of those matches. I want to see the club done right. I know that's my key time. I just want to see the exactly. It's like you have club done right. You have the four, the four, you know, four founding, pretty much essential founding members of the club. You have to use it right. That's why I've been trying to find out. I just hope Vince like does any of those. I mean, I just hope it's. I just hope it's booked right. I mean, they're going to be on Raw, so I guess we'll see if Vince lets Heyman do some things with them. But I just, I, I just hope, you know, I don't, I don't hope for much out of WWE nowadays. But I, I just hope that this is done right. Yeah. So, on closing notes, um, thank you once again, everybody, for being 900 followers, and thank you for all your support. Please check out our episodes. We'd really appreciate feedback, you know, views, anything, guys. We'd really appreciate it from you, and we will be back. This is not the last time you're hearing from us because we'll be back in two nights for Fight for the Fallen. Yeah, we mentioned it on the show, so we'll be doing a Fight for the Fallen preview. We do previews for AEW because you know we don't know the booking algorithm yet to be making predictions yet. So I'm not gonna sit here and, well, and know what's going on there yet. And they're and they're and they're still relatively new. So yeah, unless the trend that we've been scared of keeps happening, that will definitely be talked about right on the preview show. But all right, on that note, so I hope you guys enjoyed. Leave a like on the YouTube video if you watch it there. Uh, if you um, check on Anchor, I don't know if you can like or anything. So, yeah, just click play and 
Give us a rating yeah. on iTunes. Give us a rating on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, and all former episodes are on there. And on that note, I'm host Dustin Destruction. I'm the show, baby. And we're out. Stay going, my friends. Deuces.